Welcome to the Starry-Eyed Effect. I'm Brendan. And I'm Jen. On this podcast, we'll be chatting about all things Williams Syndrome. Ups and downs, and what it's like living with Williams Syndrome. We're excited to share our community with you. Thanks for being here. you could have slept better but i'm i'm here you, you just know. had a busy weekend i had a real it was pretty busy but it was very productive and it was great well so you're in austin right you're yeah. home actually you're at the airport getting yeah. ready to fly home you've been in austin for yeah. how many days uh since friday it's friday okay and the objective of your board you do a couple right like a year in person yeah so we we might do uh an in-person before the convention we're not sure yet we're still trying to figure it out because there's a lot of moving parts going on right now and um yeah we're just trying to figure out what the best logical thing is to do yeah so Mm -hmm. this this meeting is where you guys were talking about the people who applied to be on the board yes uh, for the upcoming year and then sort of the send-off right for the folks that their terms are completed and they're allowed now to go do other things and live their best life um so it was a it was a bittersweet weekend. Yeah, especially yesterday for me. Like I really tried to keep my composure until the end, but I couldn't. Honestly, yeah. like it was so hard. But then I got over it and I was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I care so much about everybody, and I know it's not like goodbye. It's just see you later. That's the end of the chapter. But it feels like goodbye. What's it like being a person with Williams Syndrome, being part of the discussions that help shape the organization that is designed to serve people like you? It can be really intense, you know, but it intense is good because then we're able to resolve things in a productive way. And even though we may not necessarily like agree on certain things we're still able to respect each other and you know for me like i when i came in it was a really transitional point in time so i've seen all of it you know you've seen a lot the the upsides and the downfalls and the the you know the everything that happened after I don't think that people understand, and it doesn't matter, it could be the Williams Syndrome Association or any type of business, like in general, we just don't understand what it takes to like put together something like this. Like, you know, when you are outside and you're participating in, you go, oh, like, well, you know, it seems like it's easy or, you know, this didn't seem like I wanted it to go. But like, really, once you get behind the scenes, like you are really involved in all the details and it can be overwhelming. And you see how hard these folks are working to make programs for the community. You know, just to recap for people who might not, um, who might not know that the, so Brendan is of course on our board, the Williams Syndrome Association Board of Trustees. 
And the board of trustees, we currently have three uh, people yes. with Williams syndrome. I, I, I don't, there's not a minimum or a, I don't, I'm sorry, there's not a maximum number, um, but right. I think two is the minimum there has to be on our yeah. board. Uh, people, yeah. adults with Williams syndrome. And um, it, and that's one of the things that I've always loved about this organization. Yeah. I mean, obviously in the, you know, for the years that I've been a member before I ever joined the staff is that people with Williams syndrome are, are part of the decision-making process, part of the uh, direct, you know, they, they help steer the direction of this organization. And, um, and yeah, so, so that's, that I think is really great. Um, and, and you, you ha are in your, will you be starting your second term um, or are you in the yes. middle of your second term? You're just starting your second I, term. I will uh, once January. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just want to say like being on the board, it makes me feel seen. It makes me feel heard. It makes me feel I'm accomplishing something. And that in of itself and having my opinions valued by other like-minded people is it's it's really special and it's really cool i'm gonna make note of what you just said there so that i can pull that out next year when it's time for board applications yeah. it's also really uh it was just like one thing that you made me think of brendan um you know like the williams syndrome association is a it's interesting right because there's you've got the emotional part right yeah. uh of serving individuals with Williams syndrome and putting together programming that benefits, you know, you all and, and many of our board members and staff are made up of people who have somebody in their life who has Williams syndrome. So it can be very emotional because it's yeah. so close to home, but it's also a business, right? Like even though it's a nonprofit, um, it's still a business and still yeah. you have to, in order to have the association, you have to, you know, be judicious with your money and we have to find ways to get more money and we have to sure. manage that money in the right way and we have to uh, get more participation from the community at large and so it's really like those kind of things are can be sometimes conflicting against the emotional part and so it's a really interesting dynamic to be in such a, um, I don't know, dynamic like scenario, right? Because you've yeah. got both sides where I think like I come just from business, like that's my background yeah. and it's very easy to make business decisions <laughs> when you don't have the emotional part, but it's very right. hard to bring emotion into it. So um, I think that the work you do is very significant and and probably thank you guys don't you. get thanked enough for all you do thank you i yeah. i really appreciate that you know it it was really tough in the beginning yeah. for me especially taking the friendship aspect out of it and looking at it as a business standpoint you know um but you know mm -hmm. yeah because sometimes you're making decisions that could make your friends mad very true very true and it it's hard but it's it's part of the job you yeah. have to do best for the board and what's best for the community as a whole, yeah you know yeah even if it sucks i always say that there's like there's what's best for like the moment right and there's the best yeah. for the long term right like in, in, a in the future person, 
Uh, if you're a person who's really into strategy, which I love, I could just barf all day about strategy, but if, uh, <laughs> if you're really into strategy, it's like you have to make decisions that are good in the long term, even if in the moment they can be challenging or painful. Did we ask yeah. you like what now looking back, you kind of have like one ten one tenure under your belt, you're getting into your next, um, what do we call it your next term? Yeah. What have you learned from being on the board? Like, how have you grown individually as a person? I've learned so much. I've learned how resilient I am, yep. how strong I am, how much my opinions matter to other people. Yeah, you know, how I'm able to, like, really navigate really hard situations learning able to like really speak up for myself not for my only for myself but like for like Clancy and yes. Gigi and help them understand like certain things that they maybe wouldn't you know and it's it's just it's been such an eye-opening opportunity that I'm so grateful for and I'm really looking forward to what the future holds you know we have the, the board has a lot of cool things happening and that will start happening and yeah I'm just I'm just happy to ride the wave <laughs> you know the emotional wave the cool the navigate through everything kind of wave you know well we have put you on the hot seat long enough uh but just know that and i i hope i can speak for jennifer here as uh two parents who have uh young people with williams syndrome we're super super happy uh not only to know you as a person but to have you uh, in the room um speaking for for uh for them and um and yourself so uh yeah yes we're grateful Yep. I'm um, so grateful for you guys too. You have no idea. Like, <laughs> working with you guys has been the best. Oh, that's guys, we're we're terrific. Because we have a poster. Okay. Poster and fun. The three of us, I mean, we do. We're really the three best friends. Um, three best friends. Um, well, and Name well, that movie, Joel. Name that movie. Uh that would be uh three best friends would be hangover. Yes. Mm -hmm. Good job. Um, let's see, so we had uh so speaking of like programming and things coming up for the WSA, we had um a couple awesome guests on to yes. uh on the show yeah. today. Lindsay um, and Nick. Lindsay and Nick, uh both from Arizona, and uh -huh. uh, both of them are on the planning committee um for the upcoming convention. And yeah. um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be super exciting. They gave us some great tips. I think a lot of times, like, I mean, selfishly, like I think convention is so exciting because you guys have heard me talk about it so much, but uh, it can be a really nerve wracking and stressful for a lot of people to even like consider coming to convention. And I think Nick and Lindsay did a really good job of sharing their experiences and maybe some like reasons why people should just take that leap of faith and, and come down to hot Arizona and, um, we learned it's cold inside, right? So, you know, it's not just mm -hmm. going to be so hot. All of the activities are mostly planned inside. So, yeah, there, there's no uh, reason. Yeah. There's no reason yeah. not to go. 
it's going to be good. And the the hotel has, I mean, the hotel is literally right next door to the convention center where a lot of programming will be. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have lots of opportunities to, to do really cool things. Um, in, you know, people have been living in Arizona for many, many years. People That's continue true. to do it. They like it they, there. Yeah, they like it and they they do it successfully. So yeah, July just, 9th through the 13th, 2024 um, is mm -hmm. our next convention in Phoenix and um, details about it will probably be released. What do you think, Joel, into the new year? Yeah, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. So, so what do you say? Should we, probably, we probably should just get to that interview. Then. Yes. I'm so excited. I can't even, can't even wait. It's gonna, Let's go. I have to get through one more winter before I can see you guys in Arizona. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you start, Brennan. Oh, hi, Nick. Hi, Lindsay. How are you guys? Good. Good. Awesome. So for those who don't know who you are, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and uh tell a little bit about yourself you know, uh, what your involvement in the wsa is i am lindsay i am 18 years old i like to model and i have 13 crowns and trophies and a lot of things <laughs> you're in arizona right lindsay yes what part of arizona Youngtown. Youngtown. okay what about you nick hello my name is nick I'm a Special Olympic gold medalist, and I have met President Barack Obama when he was in all the losses. And there's only one time in my life I became famous because there's people from all over the world, and I got interviewed by uh, uh, Arizona's ABC 15, but I got uh, I got um, people commented from all over the world. So that was technically what I did one time in my life. Ah, awesome. Very How old cool. are you? I'm 22. That happened when I was only 16 years old. So okay. that was about like, but anyways, I do normal things. I'm in the special bits. I have like seven or eight gold medals in the special bits. I have a lot of like eight, like set places. I got third places, fourth places. That's Very pretty cool. cool. What part of Arizona do you live in? Peoria. It's like Peoria, Illinois, but it's different. Mm. That's right. So we have you guys on the show today because you are on the committee, right, for convention this year? Yeah. Yes, yes, we are. Yes, okay, we are. cool. Well, tell us about that. So back in, back in 2020, back in 2020, this was supposed to happen, but COVID happened. Mm -hmm. But a few years later, I'm glad to finally say that my hometown is about to have a convention. I've been waiting so long for it. And yeah, this will awesome. also be my fifth convention because I've been, I went to the 2014 convention, the 2016, the 2016 convention, 2018 convention, Chicago, and then there's going to be Phoenix. Okay, awesome. Lindsay, how about you? How many conventions have you been to? This is my first time. Oh, yeah. very That's awesome. Yeah. Ooh, so you yeah, you just went like right in. Like, yeah. I've never been to a convention, I'll just plan it. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, well, I'm excited to to meet you both. How uh, did you get on the, Lindsay, how did you get on the committee for convention? First of all, I didn't know because I thought it was like a group or something. Yeah, so I just joined, and then everything happened so fast. And then here you are. 
That's good. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to just put yourself in there and you don't know what to expect. Nick, how did you get on the convention committee? Well, I, uh, well, of course, I didn't know that was going to happen so fast, but I am on the the uh, committee for the convention next year. I know there's a lot of people with Wim syndrome know how hot Arizona can be. Yes. A lot and of people I want them to know. I want them to know I'm, I'm, uh, to stay in shade and drink lots of water before getting on the bus, because the bus and also being outside can be very extremely hot. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Lindsay, so tell us what you have been planning for convention. Well, yeah. my sister and I have been talking about putting a salsa dance class for the kids to like move their body and like yeah. get them moving and like do things and like not just stay there and just like not do nothing. Yeah, that's so important. My, I have a daughter who's 13 who has Williams syndrome and she loves to dance. So I think that's a great idea. Um, and she hates to exercise. So that's like a good way to help her exercise without her knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> and, for, and for me is to show people, like tell people about the uh, special bits and tell them how to like, for instance, when I was little growing up, I used to eat horribly junk food, lots of junk food. But now okay. these days, in my my early like early like adult years, I eat very healthy and I exercise. I but also I'm so excited because I live about like what is it 20, 30 minutes away from downtown Phoenix, so okay. it's really easy to get to the hotel because I was there at the meeting when they had the meeting at the hotel, and it looked. The last time I went there, it looked different. It did? Yeah, but now it looks a bit better. It looks so different now. Okay, okay. They remodeled the hotel last time I went there. Last time you went there. Yeah, so it sounds like from producer Joel, he is saying that all activities that are being planned are being planned inside, so that's great. And I was also going to say for anybody that comes to Arizona during the summer, Usually like the outdoor spots have like misters, which is really lovely. Um, and so, and it gets cold at night. So like once that sun starts going down, like it is surprising in the desert, how fast it can get chilly. So I think people think it's going to be like super hot, but um, I think, I think we're all going to be okay. Mr. Joel also says that the hotel went through major renovations during COVID. So it sounds like it's going to be fancy. Oh yeah. But also, also another thing is, there's the uh the site there's this the Arizona Science Museum and also there's the uh we have the only um the music music instrument museum mm-hmm. besides France so it's gonna be very easy to walk there or take buses there. Okay, music instrument museum. This sounds like uh up everybody's alley. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. It's I've cool. Been there before. What's it like, Brendan? It's really cool. Yeah, from what I remember. It was really cool. Like they had instruments like all over the world from all like different time periods. And... Yeah, and also another thing is at the end you can actually play the instruments. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. It was really, really cool. Yeah, really cool. So we're thinking that is a must do. Yes. Yeah, must do. Definitely. Must Please. do, yep. Must do. Must do. do. It's awesome. It's fun to be in there. Do you either of you play, Lindsay, or um, do either of you play instruments? I play the piano. I'm learning still. Good. Good. How to 
I don't play instruments, but I need to learn how to play instruments. But I also like to listen to music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> music, I'm but sure. A, a big thing about having Williams syndrome is the number one thing besides besides very socializing. I think it's, it, it, it goes with all of us. We love music. Yes. yes yeah. I'm assuming we'll probably have a dance party, don't you think? Yes. Oh. At the, before the, <laughs> yes. Has there been a lot of talk about the dance party? Not yet. Not, not yet. We haven't figured that part yet. So you're still planning like the details of what everything's going to look like. Okay. Um. Well, I guess it's interesting because you got one person, Nick, you've been to a lot of conventions. And then Lindsay, you haven't been to any conventions. What, is, what are you looking forward to, Lindsay? Like, what do you think this experience is going to be like? Hopefully exciting and not... Mm -hmm because sometimes I get scared very easy. <laughs> so I'm not just like socializing with people. Yeah. You're excited about that or not excited? I'm excited. Okay. I'm for the fans convention to be here already and and <laughs> meet new people. Yeah, that's awesome. Nick, what are you looking forward to? I know there's gonna be a lot of parents and not a lot of new kids, like never been to uh the convention or anything like that, or never like like lots of parents um just now learning about how their child has Williams syndrome. I know a lot of people have done that over the years. Yep. But I'm just I'm just gonna say it for everybody. I know there's gonna be a lot of people who are scared and like 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 their parents are like like they're gonna they're gonna realize it's okay to be scared or not because it, everyone's nervous. How like like for instance, I didn't know. Um, my mom knew like I had Wim syndrome, but I never knew that anybody else like had Wim syndrome like me until I went to my first convention in 2014, and then. When I got there, like all these people look just like me and their parents are very nice. Yeah. What was, so what was 2014? What was the, um, where was that? In Anaheim, California. Anaheim. Okay. Yeah. Cause our first convention was 2016 in Columbus. I was there. You were. I was okay. there. So I was how there. did I ever met you? Because I was in the, uh, the teens, the teens group. Oh, I, I get around and i don't know how to say that sorry, not, I'm in sorry a, not in a not in a really uh, like a nice way i usually meet everybody i stay out all night i have so much fun at these conventions so i like pride myself on the fact that i know like so many of you but you slipped through the cracks mister so i'm looking forward to meeting you i know i'm so sorry there's so many parents out there just like their kids are going like everywhere this is like I'm sorry that I didn't get to meet you, but I know. here I am meeting you. We will. We'll meet. We'll meet in person for sure. Um, I think, though, Nick, what you bring up is a really good point about first time, right? Like there's a lot of people and parents included that are coming to these conventions for the first time and they don't know what to expect. And I remember when we first came to Columbus, we were very nervous and the first day felt kind of stressful um, because you have so many people and obviously like people with so many different uh, differences and similarities. But I think that fear was, I mean, once we walked into the, the lobby and we saw everybody like singing and chatting and having like the best time, we felt so at ease. You think so but too? Also, but also another thing is like, 
for instance, like some people, some Williamson people and their family members can agree with me on this one. Some people are scared of heights. Like for instance, every time that I go to like a convention or like a Williamson event, when I get on the airplane, like flight, like I, for instance, just not too long ago, I was at the Adventure Seekers in Orlando, uh, Florida. Yes. And I was ter- I do not like flying airplanes. I get really nervous. I can, okay. some people with limb syndrome are like scared of heights, but I don't do that. Yeah. And it is, flying is a big deal um, for a lot of our people. And I know, like, I think Joel, um, for his son, they like spent a lot of time before they flew talking about like, those fears and helping like um, navigate those feelings so that before like he got on the flight, like it, what it didn't feel so scary because he'd already worked through those emotions. What do you do about like that? You won't have to fly this time, but it'd be good for you to get. I, some I, I, um, I have, I have my family come with me. Like my, like, like for instance, um, when we got to, uh, when we were flying to Orlando, and my brother and his wife, but I hang on to my brother's hand, even though that I'm, I'm like nervous. I usually list, watch movies or listen to music, and I'm just like fine. But I know I'm safe on the airplane. Yeah, and flight doesn't bother you, does it, Brendan? I mean, you're in an airport right now, so obviously no. <laughs> Turbulent. Turbulence bothers me. Oh, yeah. Me too. Turbulence bothers me. But like if it's, you know, if it's like a smooth flight, then I'm good. But, you know, if it's like really turbulent, then I'm like white knuckling it the whole entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to take something to like help with my anxiety. But usually... I, I, I have high I have high blood pressure. I take medicine for my anxiety too. Don't worry, dude. You're not alone. The first night that we're all there. Yeah. I don't know if Joel can uh, uh, are, is gonna have this happen, but I was wondering if he can do it like his uh his game show in real life. I was thinking that would have been awesome. That'd be awesome for everyone. I don't know if it'll be the first night, but um, there has been some discussion about that well we also discussed maybe doing um some podcasting while we're there which would be really it's hard to it is hard to describe the energy of convention like and i don't know if it'll translate when if we do do something there but it would be so awesome to capture that and share that because um it is electric the 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 friendliness, the energy, the sense of community that we we have at convention, the things that we learn. I mean, it's just like, it's, it's stretching in all of the ways, but in all of the good ways. I also know, like, for instance, I know there's going to be a lot of people not also flying, but driving the entire okay. way to Arizona. And for, for the longest time, they're going to be thinking like, they're going to be in car for a while, but to realize when they get to the convention, they're going to be like, finally, I made it. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Is are like is there a lot to do around the hotel? There, yeah. Yes, there is. There's the, okay. uh, there's the, uh, the, uh, the science museum. Okay. There's the Arizona Science Museum. There's also uh, the, uh, I, mis- the music instrument museum, too. Yeah, what else is around there, Lindsay? I think the butterfly museum. I don't know if you guys went there. Oh, what's that about? It's about butterflies and like like um things you can see 
there are animals and like and bugs. I, there's also there's also the the uh, there's also a uh, there's also an aquarium called the Odyssey Aquarium that 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 I know probably maybe that the uh, the whim syndrome like convention people might take a bus and go visit that because we do actually have an aquarium and we also have the only movie theater in the entire world at odyssey aquarium oh there's a movie theater in the aquarium yeah also, like there's lots to do lots to do by the hotel um there's also another thing is there's going to be a lot of people like stoked to hear me say this there's this old spaghetti factory downtown phoenix that's fun you know food can be kind of a big deal, like especially for our families who have littler kids. So making sure that we have lots of different food choices around is going to be helpful. So if they want to cool down, go to the pool. Cool. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the pool. What's it like? I love the pool. I like swimming a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the pool, is it like an indoor pool or outdoor? Outdoor pool. Okay. That's going to be nice. But also another thing is, for instance, you didn't realize this, me and her actually boyfriend and girlfriend, but I know her very well that she has a peanut allergy. Oh, okay. Also, I'm gluten-free, so I know about what's like having uh, to be gluten-free. I know there's a lot of like peanut allergy and like all that stuff, allergy, like, but there's going to be lots of food in Arizona. Like, lots, of, lots of food for dietary restrictions, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, in case uh, if people are allergic to like candy or something, just yeah, tell the people because yeah. people uh, don't know what they're eating until they get sick. Yeah. yeah, you've got to be careful with a peanut allergy for sure. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Um, so did you guys... You said your boyfriend and girlfriend, so we gotta like circle back to that. Did you guys meet? Like, is that how you met? Was through this convention planning, or did you know each other before? Known each other since uh, since 2014. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's really cute, you guys. I love it. Um, and I'm sure there will be a lot of of you guys like finding each other again after so many years and reconnecting. Um, my yeah. daughter's 13 and Probably so she too. always wants to hang out with all the, all the adults, but then she's like, ew, they're kissing. That's gross. And I'm like, well, but that's what happens when you hang out with the adults. So hopefully there'll be like a, like a teen room, um, yeah. that or teen like lobby, like there'll be an adult lobby and then there'll be a teen lobby. Cause that's where my 13 year old needs to be. But also, but also every time that, uh, for instance, <laughs> I know we already talked about this. There's going to be um, uh, not only that people from this United uh, from the U.S., but also there's oh, going to be people flying and like actually like yeah. taking their time to like. There's going to be people from all over the world that's going to actually fly down here and do like the convention. Like for instance, like from Europe, all over the world, just going to come to this convention. And yeah, it's that's true. Big. And that's big, so, big. it is so cool to meet people big, from other places. Um, do you guys think that we're going to, like, what are the chances that a haboob will happen while we're all at convention? That is a, actually a huge chance. That actually will, will probably happen yeah. because yeah. I know because I've done this so many times. I, I've been living in Arizona since, since um, well, technically I, I was born in Arizona and then, 
in twenty uh in twenty twelve my my uh my father um uh, we moved to Texas and then sadly he passed and then we moved back to Arizona but I've been living I was born and raised in Arizona but anyways okay it's such a strong strong big chance that that will happen because I know it's hard for other people but it's like dust and then there's like a thunderstorm it's pouring rain and it's like yeah, so a haboob, for those uh, listeners right. that have no idea what that is, it's like an Arizona yeah. thing. Um, it's a dust storm, right? A dust, yeah. storm turn is, uh, a dust storm turns into a thunderstorm. Yeah. Um, I actually have been through one in Arizona, and it is no joke, you guys. Like It's like you were saying, bring your umbrella. Like If you get in one, it is like raining dust. Um, yeah. and it can be really and it's bad, and, and, and it's really windy, like very bad, really windy. Yes, yeah, so we'll we'll um hope we'll cross our fingers that we don't have any, although they're kind of interesting because if you get in one, you can say, I uh. I've been I've been in a haboob, right? And that's doesn't always happen to, to all of the people who don't live there. And I know there's some other people who think that that's weird, but another thing is like sometimes there's uh, the actual thunder uh, the haboob is like right underneath you, but you can actually can't hear it like sometimes. Like for instance, yeah, you can see it, right? You can see it like you can see it and but you can't hear it. Uh, yeah it's really it's really interesting yeah you haven't noticed i'm half mexican yeah you are yeah um well you do pageants so you don't want to be stuck outside in a haboob when you're no. all fancy, right <laughs> we did one it was bad oh it was it, bad it was bad so we had to came inside and restart everything all over <laughs> yeah i uh well, you like you guys were saying, there's there are so many people from different cultures that come to the Williams Syndrome Convention because in many ways they're looking for the like, you know, leading research to take back to their respective countries. So it's also a really fun opportunity to network, not only with like people who live, you know, in the United States, but who live abroad as well. Um, so it'll be really exciting to see like what new faces we get um, just from that. I get nervous very easily. Yeah. Don't worry, you will do great. You're gonna do amazing. Yeah. I did something like that at the last convention because my mom and I actually hosted one of the tables um, with all the new incoming people that had never been to a convention before, and it was really cool getting to know like all the families and becoming friends yeah. with them afterwards. You know, through social media, that was great. What yeah. would you do if you were nervous? Oh, what would you do, Brendan, if you were nervous? I would just take a deep breath and just try and shake it off and not let it affect me too much. I know it's easier said than done for other people, but, you know, a deep breathing really helps me and not overly thinking and overly stressing about the little things helped me a lot. Um, you know, it can be challenging sometimes, but yeah, you just got to learn to push through. Yeah, yeah. just so I, I, I realize that, that like yeah, everything yeah, is okay. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, Nothing's 
nothing bad is going to happen to you. You're good. You know, everything will, will be okay in time. Do you remember having like first time convention jitters? That's funny. Like my first couple of conventions, I was with my band at the time. So we only were there for like the first couple of days and then left. Okay. So so my actual first convention was Baltimore. Um, like full oh, convention uh, was Baltimore. And um, it was really overwhelming um, at times because there's just so many people and so many different, you know, things going on. But, you know, I just, I just step outside, take a deep breath like really recenter myself and just like shake myself out of it. Like, come on, Brendan, you got this. You're good. Don't worry about it. And then once I did that, like it was a breeze. And then second what? convention, you were like all good. Yeah. I mean, I had more experience, you know, plus being on the board helped a lot of the, the social aspect of it being, you know, more, you know, more following, you know. What yeah. I do, what I do when I get like anxious, nervous, or uh, like anxiety or like panicky, what I do is tell myself to like, relax, you got this. And like, and like, tell yourself you're good. You got, you got people right next to you that you know very well. And you're gonna be fine. You're okay. When I, when I first went to the convention, I was actually nervous. I was actually like, like I was ready to meet people with Wim syndrome, but I didn't know that there was like other people who like me, who are like, like me to like to have Wim syndrome like me. But, but the, the, the. 2016 to 2018 convention like over the years i got nervous like anxiety but i i got over my fears and everything and um you know being in the public eye more now and yeah being part of the podcast has also really helped me like push over the edge and be like it's it's nothing you know you don't need to worry about it every everything is fine like you got this you know Things are good. Yeah, I think, Lindsay, you're going to be great. You're going to get there, and there might be parts that are overwhelming, but you can just go to your room and have a break, like, when that happens. Um, yeah. But I think what you're going to get out of it is going to be, like, so much more than you anticipate that you probably, like, that. those fears are going to go away the moment. I just can tell, like, in your personality and who you are. Like, once you get into that lobby, girl, you're going to be like me. You're going to be out all night. <laughs> I did that one <laughs> all night long. <laughs> I was there. I was. I was. I. I. I was. I was awake all night long. The 2018, 2016 convention, but but just passed. Like when I was in Orlando, the last night before everyone left, even I left. I stayed up two in the morning. I was hanging on to dear life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When I say I stayed out all night, I mean like I stayed out until 10, but <laughs> I'm going to help. I'm going to help uh, with uh, making the convention. So when Jewel and Sarah get there, I'm going to be, I'll be, I'll be there helping them set up everything. Yeah. I'm going to be there helping with the convention. 
Well, I think that's a great way. That's a, the great way for us to wrap up this, this part of our podcast. Why don't the three of you, Lindsay, Nick, and Brendan, we'll start with Lindsay. Why don't you guys tell everybody why you think they should come to convention this year? We'll start with Lindsay. Because it's fun and it's a good way to start knowing different people who has Williams syndrome and not be scared because I'm scared sometimes, but I push through it. And let people talk to me, mm-hmm. and I talk to them back. So it's the way to meet new friends and meet new family and talk to the parents and talk to the kids at the same time. I think you all should come and have fun with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely. awesome. We're going we're to have fun and enjoy ourselves and get to know other people. But also another thing is, I'm so excited already to say this. I'm excited to say welcome to my home state of Arizona. Yeah, there's so many great things to see um, it there, and I think you're right. They're going to have a fun time. And also another thing is, if you're nervous, and if your parents are nervous, you got to tell them you got this, because every time that somebody comes through that are new or never met, they love, I love, I love giving my Wimson fam- family and like friends hugs because i haven't seen them in a long time that's always my favorite hugs yes yes. all the children kids like giving hugs they do um they do and you definitely will feel warm and welcomed and get all the good feelings brendan yeah um going to the convention it's a great way to connect with people connect with new people see friends you haven't seen in forever um you know go to places maybe you haven't been before you know or have been before but it's been many years yes and thank you guys for being on the podcast we appreciate you sharing all the fun things that we've got planned for convention and just meeting you guys and knowing that the convention is in good hands it's it's a treat to have you here you've been listening to the starry-eyed effect presented by the williams syndrome association the show is hosted by jennifer keaton and brendan lemieux and produced by me joel listman theme song by tommy barbarella and mariella elm Got a question for the show? Email us at podcast at williams-syndrome.org. Video version of the podcast available on the Williams Syndrome channel on YouTube. Review us on Apple Podcasts, and maybe it will get featured on a future episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to The Starry-Eyed Effect wherever you get your podcast delights. Yeah.